and upholding the virtues of eternal value. Jude, verse 3 says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Verse 4 goes on to say, For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God, our Lord Jesus Christ. We are at the end time. Whether we believe it or not, we are at the end time. Therefore, we can read Second Timothy chapter three from verses one, and Second Timothy chapter four as from verses one. Read it. I will begin to know or see that truly we are at the end time. The end time, a lot of things are happening, very strange to mankind. Yet it has been predicted that will happen at the end time. And that is what is happening now. I cannot begin to mention them one after the other. But what we have been advised is we are expected to keep our faith. Even now that there is liberty of service, of worship, many believers may believe that, yes, I will stay at home, let me rejoice, let me enjoy myself. No! Don't deceive yourself. You must keep the faith. Anywhere you are, whether even, they even say no church for the next one year, you are expected to keep the faith. Know who you are. Know where you are going. We are not ending up here, brethren. We are just passers by. And one day, somehow, we are going to live here. And what will be our account before the Almighty God? The world we are living today, things are almost upside down. But for children of God, we must earnestly contend, as Jude said, with the faith that was once delivered unto us, without getting it watered, without, you know, adding or suppressing from it, the faith that was once delivered to the saints, where the message of salvation remained the same. They never miss it with any other thing. Sanctification is there. Holiness is there. The word of faith that strengthens us and keep us standing in the faith. We are expected to keep this as a matter of fact on daily basis to make sure that we stand. And God will keep us standing and will sustain us in the mighty name of Jesus. We need to know according to 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. They fight the good faith of, uh, fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Everybody around knows you are a child of God. You are expected to keep on firing. We are not expected to compromise on any ground. Whatever that may happen, whether in the secret place or in the open place. We are expected to keep the faith. 
we must not deny our faith. And as we do this, the Almighty God will bless us in Jesus' name. The devil is out by all means to so make sure that he gets us down. Remember, we are in a battlefield. But as many that keep their faith in Christ Jesus, they will not be defeated. I pray that I and you, we shall not be defeated in the mighty name of Jesus. What does it mean to keep faith? It means that something has been given to us that we need to preserve. And that is the faith that was handed over to us. Starting from salvation, our salvation, sanctification, dedication, holiness, consecration unto God's service. The part of the faith we must keep. We must not allow anything to water the faith. Don't allow the mundane things around. All this will come to an end one day. Even though an end has not finally come, you can know, you can share your experience within the past three months. Of all the shoes you have in your shoe rack, how many were you able to use? Of all your wonderful dresses you have, how many were you able to use? Because where were you going? Brethren, let us keep our faith in Him. The only thing that must not be taken away from us is our faith. Oh, they can ask us not to go out for one year. As long as God is with us, we'll be alive. But our faith, we must not compromise it. Don't allow any, any problem whatsoever to take away your faith in Him. It means, to keep our faith means to walk our salvation with fear and trembling. Philippians chapter 2 verse 12. Don't let your salvation slip off your hand. Whether you are in church, whether you are not in church, salvation is a personal issue. That is the only property that nobody should take away from you. Salvation. The Bible tells us in the book of Philippians chapter 2 verse 12 that we need to keep our salvation with fear and trembling. Make sure you do not do anything that can jeopardize our salvation. It also means we must uphold what we hear, what we read, and we must know that we need to commit it also to others that are coming behind us. That's how to pass it over. What we have been hearing, what we have been taught, what we also are teaching, we are to uphold it. We are to do it, observe to do it. And we are to pass it to generation upcoming. It was because it was passed to our generation. That is why we know what is faith today. We must keep the faith and pass it over to our generation that is upcoming. Your children must know about it. You must let them know. Bible says you must teach them, diligently teach them. Bind it along their neck. Let them know that this is where they must walk, the path they must walk. Hand it over to them. Don't say they are children. Oh, leave them now. When they grow, they will know. No. Proverbs chapter 22 verse 6 tells us that if you train your children the way you should go now, so that when he grows up, he will not or she will not 
depart away from me. That's part of keeping the faith. You uphold what you hear and you commit it to others that are coming behind. And God will bless us in Jesus' name. What have you received? We have received precious eternal gifts. Grace. The grace of God. And the word of the truth that is given to us through our faith in Christ Jesus. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2 says, For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that had it. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It is time for us to activate our faith. Let the word of God we hear day and night. The word of God we read. Let it be activate. Let it activate our faith. Let it work for us. The whole nation may be locked down, but your faith is not expected to be locked down. Even if you are in the gallop, your faith can never be locked down. That is a treasure that nobody can take, or nobody should take away from us. In keeping the faith, we must be able to run our Christian race successfully. That's the essence of keeping the faith. We need faith to run this Christian race. A lot of things, discouraging things around us that would make us feel that going forward may be difficult in this race. But when we remember the reward that is awaiting us at the end of the race, oh, that would be an encouragement to us. When an athlete is about to embark on a competition, what strengthens him, what encourages him, is the trophy that is going to win at the end of the race. So whatever stress he passes through does not matter. All is aiming at, let me have that trophy. Do you know that we have trophy that is waiting for us? The kind of righteousness is there. The kind of rejoicing is there. The kind of life is there. Brethren, we have reward at stake that we must not allow our faith to slip off our hands. Second Timothy chapter 4 verses 7 to 8. Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 7 to 8 says, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. And for years laid up for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give to me at that day and not to me only, but unto all men also that love is appearing. That is what we are aiming at. We are not just running at somebody beating the air for nothing. We are aiming at having something at the end of our race. I will say, what shall it profit a man who gains the whole world and loses his soul? Brethren, we have something at stake. The world is awaiting us. Don't let us be tired. Don't let us be weary. Discouragement from left and right notwithstanding. Have it at the back of your mind. We have a reward that is awaiting us. Why do we need to keep the faith? Since the race is a marathon race, it's not just something you run under one minute and you are out of it. No. Until Jesus comes, we are running it. 
It may be tomorrow, it may be today, it may be 50 years to come, maybe 50 years to come. That is why it is being called a marathon race. You don't know when it is coming. So we need to run with faith to the end so that we can have the reward. Matthew chapter 24 verse 13. Matthew 24 verse 13 tells us, Say, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. That is telling us about the ultimate salvation. The ultimate salvation is the last one that qualifies us for eternal life. When you first give your life, you have instant salvation. Now as you are walking your faith and walking our salvation with heaven and fear, we call that one progressive salvation. But at the end of our race on earth, the last salvation is the ultimate salvation. That is what qualifies a child of God to make heaven. Don't let it slip off our hands. Let's focus at the end of the race. Why do we need to keep faith? Because our salvation is nearer than we fought, when we first believe. We need to wake up. Romans chapter 13 verse 11. Romans 13 verse 11 says, And that knowing this time, or knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. We need to wake up. Don't allow ourselves to be deceived. Jesus will soon come. Somebody may tell you, that's what they say, don't. But you remain focused. You lose nothing by remaining focused. But you gain nothing when you lose your focus. Why do we need to keep faith? This will enable us to run and finish the race well and finish strong. And for us to do that, you must run it light. Shed off every load. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1. Every load of sin that can weigh us down along the race. Shed it off. Let's move lighter. Bible says we bring nothing to the world. And surely we are taking nothing out of the world. So whatever we gather now, we are leaving them here because they were gathered here. And we are going to leave them here. Why should we allow it to weigh us down? Somebody who says, after all, I've gotten the miracle I need. Let me relax. Wow. Do you know that miracle is just meant to sustain us on earth? We don't need it over there. We don't need miracle. Once you close our eyes in death, no more miracle is needed. It's not needed. So it's not all about miracle that we come to serve God for. No. We have eternal value in serving God. And I pray that we will not miss it in Jesus' name. In order to achieve this, that is to run and finish well, we must have a focus at our goal. That is heaven. Do not lose sight of your eternal goal. Looking forward and looking unto him who is able to see us through. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. Hebrews 12 verse 2 tells us that looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, is the one that can help us to run a race to a conclusive end. Let's look, continue to look up unto him 
and we shall not be disappointed in Jesus' name. And also, to achieve this, we must continually build ourselves with the scriptures and praying in Holy Ghost. Read the scriptures. Scriptures, uh, scriptures cannot be locked down. Prayers cannot be locked down. Anywhere we find ourselves, let's study the word. Let, it, let us continue to pray. Those ones can never be locked down. Except if you don't know what we are doing. Now we are talking of the virtues that we need to uphold. That people need to see in us and say these are the children of God. There are very, very many. But we have few of them. The truth. Truth is one of the virtues you must keep. Be truthful in whatever you do. Third John chapter 1 verse 3. And Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Be truthful in everything you do. Let people see that trace of truth in you. As a virtue that you keep. Love is there. That will tell us that God is love. And you and I must also exercise love. Without love, it is not possible to make heaven. First John chapter 4, verse 8. And First John chapter 4, verse 20 says, If a man says, I love God, and hated his brother, he is a liar. For he had not loved. But he that loved not his brother, whom he has seen, how can he love God, whom he had not seen? Love is practical. That's what the Bible is saying there. Love is practical. You must practicalize love. Faith. Hope. Holiness. Patience. Compassion. They are part of the virtues we must keep. And not to forget about forgiveness. Forgiveness is a very strong, very effective virtue. Very powerful one. Do you have anyone that has offended you? You need to forgive. Because without forgiveness, we cannot make heaven. Forgiveness is very, very important. In the world we are living, you will be offended. Your husband, your wife can offend you. Your neighbor can offend you. Your friends can offend you. But the onus is laid on you that you must forgive. If you are ready to make heaven, we must forgive. Very, very important. Then we say there are rewards. There are rewards. If you can keep the faith and also uphold the virtues of eternal value, peace of God will be there even while we are not. We live in peace. Bible says in Philippians chapter 4 verse 9, it says those things which ye have, which ye have, you have both learned and received and had and seen in me do and the God of peace shall be with you. The peace of God, once you do the will of God, the peace of God is certain for you even while you are not. Then the crown of life is there for those that endure hardship and temptation for Christ's sake. James chapter 1 verse 12. For those that are winning souls whether somebody knows or not, whether pastor knows or not, you are winning so. Crown of rejoicing is waiting. First Thessalonians chapter two, verse nineteen. Crown of rejoicing is waiting. For every good leader that does his work very well, 
you are accountable to God. Bible tells us in the book of First Peter chapter five verse four, crown of glory is waiting for you. As a good leader, you lead well, you do your work well. Crown of glory is waiting for you, and above all, eternal life is very very important. And that is why that's the essence of our living. If it is what to eat and what to drink. It's the essence of our living, then we have missed it all. Because those ones do not even exceed this planet Earth. And after this, where are we going? That's why we say, What shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and loses his soul? What shall he use as an exchange? There's nothing. There's nothing. Let's run the race successfully. And keep our faith in Christ Jesus. To run the race successfully, the race successfully, and to be rewarded. We need to keep our faith in Christ Jesus at all times. And maintain and uphold the virtues of eternal value. Those things that differentiate believers from unbelievers. And then, eternity will be sure for us. Want us to rise to our feet? Want us to rise to our feet? Maybe you are here. You have not given your life to Jesus for once. You want to say today, Lord, I give my life to you. Can you raise up your hands wherever you are standing? You want to reconcile with your maker? Or maybe you have given your life before, but you have basleted. You want to return to your maker. Is there anyone around? Raise up your hands and say, Lord, I want to come back to you. If there is no one, I want us to open our mouth and pray as we close our eyes and say, Father, help me to keep the faith to the end. Don't let me lose my faith in you. Help me to keep the faith to the end. Let's open our mouth and pray. Help me to keep the faith to the end. Help me, help me, help me. Help me to finish well and to finish strong. Lord God Almighty, don't allow me to live a wasteful life. Lord, help me. Help me. Open your mouth and pray. Don't allow the mundane things of this world to take me away from you. All this will pass away one day. It will remain me and you. Father, I don't want to be disappointed. I don't want to be disappointed. Help me. Help me. Help me. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Our Father and our God, we thank you for another opportunity to listen to you speak unto us. Father, we are praying, Lord, give us the grace to keep the faith to the end. In the mighty name of Jesus. Don't allow anything at all to snatch faith or salvation away from us. In the name of Jesus, whatever we are doing now, that can separate us away from you. Father, by your mercy, Lord, remove it from us in the name of Jesus. At the end of our race on earth, we want to see you. We want to see you. So shall it be. Thank you, King of Glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.